This is Eat Your Veg, episode 19, shopping tips for new vegans. Welcome to Eat Your Veg, a podcast for all things plant-based. I'm your host, Elizabeth Emery, a vegan food blogger and recipe developer based in Vancouver, BC. In these short podcasts, we'll explore all aspects of eating a vegan diet, from sharing the best plant-based milks and cheeses, to explaining exactly how to cook tofu and why you're still getting it wrong. If you're a brand new vegan, or if you're simply looking to eat more plant-based meals and want a bit of guidance, this podcast is for you. Hi everybody, hope you're having a great week this lovely April. Now, I often get asked a lot about how to shop as a new vegan and how I manage to cook regularly and make tasty meals throughout the week. Honestly, the answer is that it's all in the shopping. Being organised when you do your weekly shop can make all the difference to whether you find adopting a vegan diet simple or difficult. So today I'm sharing my top six vegan shopping tips with you. Follow these and you will find yourself spending less and eating better. Number one is read labels. This is probably one of the most important tips you can follow as a new vegan because there can be hidden ingredients that aren't vegan friendly in a lot of products, particularly if you're buying processed foods or convenience foods. It's really important to check that either the packaging says suitable for vegans on it or knowing what to look for in the ingredients list. Some common things in ingredients lists can be dairy products like whey powder, casein, which comes from milk, gelatin, which comes from ground animal hooves I believe which is really unpleasant and there's a whole load of ingredients that we should be avoiding really. Most packaging is getting a lot better now at saying vegan or vegetarian so I tend to rely on that and I don't read ingredients lists too much but in general if there's an ingredient you're not sure about on a product google it. See where it comes from because it's better to be safe than sorry and there are some weird ingredients out there as I'm sure many of you guys will testify to. (laughs) Number two is buy only what you need. I recommend doing a big shop once or twice a week if you can, rather than popping out whenever you need ingredients. And I am so guilty of this myself, but it makes you far more efficient and takes up a lot less time if you do it once or twice a week. You'll also find that you're encouraged to plan ahead more this way. Thinking about what you want to cook first instead of just impulse buying is a really great way to save money and to mean that you're not just buying things as you see them and being tempted by all the treats, whether they're vegan or sometimes not. Number three is stick to a list. So I really like to write a rough meal plan for the week. I'm going to level with you and say I don't manage this every week, but when I can, it's really, really helpful. I write a rough meal plan and create a shopping list from that. Then I stick to it. And I find if I decide what meals I'm going to make in advance, it's way easier to plan what ingredients I need to buy. There's no more ending up with that mouldy bunch of radishes I just couldn't figure out a use for because radishes are really hard to use up. So I thoroughly recommend shopping with a list if you can. It will make you far more efficient and you'll feel so much more satisfied when you shop. Number four is do not shop hungry. Yes, this is a big one. It goes hand in hand with shopping with a list, but don't shop on an empty stomach. When you're hungry, everything in the supermarket looks appealing and you'll put all kinds of stuff in your basket. Believe me, I've been there. If you shop after eating, you'll have a clear head and you won't be so tempted by all the snacks. Trust me, shopping hungry is a surefire way to spend more on food as well because you will want everything within your sight line. You'll just go for it. So make sure you've eaten prior to going shopping and everything will look a lot less tempting. Number five is shop around. 
particularly for treats and processed foods. So this point changes from country to country. But for example, in Canada, where I currently live, prices of food can vary massively. For example, organic bananas range from 79 cents per pound to about $1.39, which is crazy, depending on the store. It's a huge difference, but the lesson is this. Shop around for the ingredients you buy regularly. You'll save a lot of money if you learn what to buy from which store. And this point particularly serves well when it comes to processed foods and treat foods. So it's always worth looking at your store's weekly flyers to see what they're putting on offer and where you can save money. Number six is buy mainly produce and buy unprocessed foods where you can to make your shopping cheaper. Now, we live in a world where there are so many vegan comfort foods on the market and it's amazing. Don't get me wrong, I love this more than anything. From ice cream to burgers to packaged mac and cheese, pizza, we have everything we could want. But these things come at a price. They are certainly not cheap. They are premium foods, particularly in North America where I live. I found when I used to live in the UK, often convenience foods were a lot cheaper, but here there is quite a difference in price. So therefore, I recommend when you shop, buy as much as you can that's produce or unprocessed foods. These foods and products are invariably much cheaper than the comfort foods and the convenience foods we rely on. Not only that, they're healthier. You can make many meals from them. Obviously, they require a little bit more input in terms of being raw ingredients that you need to turn into a meal. But this is the best tip I have for making your vegan shopping much, much cheaper. In addition to these tips, I also have a sample vegan shopping list on the blog of the foods and products that I buy on a regular basis, which can make up the bulk of your pantry, freezer and fridge. I will share it in the show notes so you can check it out for more inspiration. As always, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving a review or rating in Apple. These reviews are incredibly helpful as each one makes the podcast sharp slightly higher in the rankings. And I'd love to hear from you. If there are any questions or areas of vegan living that you'd like me to cover on the podcast, please let me know. You can email me at elizabeth at vancouverwithlove.com or DM me on Instagram. I'm at vancouverwithlove. Thanks and see you next week.